on the jungles of Colombia. Where do you think this place is? Don't even look at those guys unless you can kill them. To the streets of Washington. We're pursuing leads to his whereabouts. That's him. Help me stop him. No one can stop Killer except the man who knows his face. No! What's the difference between you and I? The difference is I'm just gonna kill you. From the director of The Fugitive, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Collateral damage. Welcome to the Interzeta Film, a podcast about films with a New Zealand connection. I'm your co-host, Rajiv. And I'm your other co-host, Andy. And this is Season 3, Cliff Notes. This is the N to Z of film. With Andy and Rajiv. So welcome back to Episode 2. Uh, today we're discussing uh, collateral damage on Season 3 of the N to Z film podcast. Uh, Cliff Notes, films of Cliff Curtis. Yes, so Collateral Damage, uh, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, as a firefighter whose family is killed in a terrorist act, so he hunts down the terrorist who'd done it. <laughs> and that's, that's it. And his Andy's synopses are always the best. Well, that's also the synopsis on IMDb. <laughs> After his family is killed by a terrorist act, a firefighter goes in search of the one responsible. They didn't say who done it. That was your ad lib. Yeah, uh, just making it more interesting, okay. right? <laughs> Uh, so this is a 2002 film uh, directed by Andrew Davis, uh, the director of obviously his two most famous films, The Siege and The Fugitive. That takes this film. Under uh, Siege. Sorry, Under Siege. Siege is a very different film. And not Under Siege Two because that was directed by New Zealand's own Jeff Murphy. Exactly. Nice we keep connection. doing this. <laughs> oh, connected to New Zealand somehow. Somehow, it's like six degrees of New Zealand. Um, uh, the cliff roll is a character called. Uh, Claudio Perini I don't think anyone says his last name ever in the film They just say Claudio, Claudio this, Claudio yeah. that Or, aka uh, El Lobo, the, the wolf, wolf. <laughs> The wolf uh, Whose nationality is Colombian And he's a baddie He's, he's a, a he's, baddie He's the main baddie yeah. How exciting is this? So this is this is the film uh, Cliff did after uh, Three Kings uh, how, well, it's interesting. So this is a 2002 film. Yeah. So just going off what we were talking about with our last episode, pre and post 9/11. So this is a post, post came out post came out after 9/11. Feel like it was probably filmed beforehand though. Yes, yeah, release that was actually 2001, but they delayed it. So. Right, and it's and feels very much like an 80s action film. Hmm. Well, it's, it's so Andrew... it feels like it was delayed a long time. It's Andrew Davis, so. He he's very much in the the mold of eighties nineties action film. I mean, like Under yeah. Siege is like one of the preeminent. I mean, it's nineteen two, but um, ninety one. Very much other nineties yeah. film. But uh, yeah, I mean, when the Fugitive came out, I remember being like, oh, Under. Back before I realized Steven Seagal was a weird freaking weirdo. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh, Under, this guy's Steven Seagal films are great. This is the great Steven Seagal film. And then of course everyone loved the Fugitive because it was well, it's Harrison Ford. Being amazing, Tommy Lee Jones. Um, but so interesting as well in terms of the career of Arnie, uh, because this I this used to think film. of. Well, I used to think of a, this as like late period Arnie when he kind of started making crap like this and End of Days. <clears throat> End of Days, nineteen ninety nine though. So, yeah. but that era, late nineties, early two thousand. I didn't look it up. This is the last film he did before he went off to do that. Yeah, and then off to. Governorship. The governorship, but now he's come back into films. So now we're now in late period 
Schwarzenegger. So this would now be mid-period. That's true, I guess. What's your point? I just think because you, <laughs> sorry, you always I'm think, sorry. you know, the there's the early Arnie films, which were really good. The Terminator, yeah. Terminator 2. Um, he's, also, he's also a bad film. Conan. It's a bad movies too, but yeah. Yeah, but yeah. there was a greater hit rate. Right. And then he started doing the weird comedies like Kindergarten Cop and Junior. And then he went into these late, at the time, late period sort of action films again, going back to his action film yeah, 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 yeah. But, roles. But with then the governor, and now he's doing really, actually some really cool, interesting work yeah. as an old man. But none of them, none of them, none of them have been massive hits. They've not been massive hits, but, but they're but, interesting. But but I would certainly argue, been enjoyable, and he's I, actually been given you know pretty good performances. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's kind of a he's kind of a charismatic lead. He's never he's never going to be a great actor, but but I I love Arnie just as much as the next guy. He's a cool guy in his action films and personally, but but I would argue that like we, we talk about his early hits. I mean, that's just the eighties hard body. It's he's part of the zeitgeist. Like it's a thing. And yeah. I would argue like this film that we just saw uh, is the same sort of film, but that no one cares about them anymore. No, and it's also not as good. <laughs> no, I mean it's not as good, but it's still like similar vein like if i reckon if it came yeah. out in the 80s it'd be a, it would be a, a, a mid middling hit middling as opposed hit, uh, to on the level of commando yeah yeah as opposed to what we're watching now we're like oh, what is this um uh but uh andrew davis is interesting because i do think of him in that mold like he's that 90s guy yeah. big hits and i'm like this is a similar sort of film but it doesn't work one because um arnie doesn't well, well firstly there's no one-liners well yeah firstly it's a subpar film i mean that, that that's a given for a various reasons which we'll get into but two um under siege uh was a product of time like steven cigar was like a thing they molded him into this icon at that point right and people were like you know and and, and he had, surrounded by supporting characters like gary Busey and tommy Lee jones so it was sort of an interesting film in that sense and it was kind of like under siege on a boat you know, it was right in the middle of that Die thing. Hard on a boat. Die Hard on a Boat. It, it was Under Siege, <laughs> it was under siege on a Boat. On a boat. Die it hard was on a, the film. It was the film. Die Hard on a Boat. As, as well. opposed to Under Siege 2, which was Under Siege on a Train. Or Die Hard on a Train. Or Die Hard on a Boat on <laughs> a, a Train. train. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then The Fugitive, which is like, you know, um, a great film for, for, for various reasons. I mean, a great action pieces. It's but really also, like, yeah, I've rewatched The Fugitive recently. Yeah. Just going completely off on these tangents now. And it's just a really good solid action thriller sort of film yeah but i but i would argue the reason it really works is because of harrison ford and tommy Lee jones it's really yeah. grounded whereas like a film like that or damage it doesn't have any of those things that under siege and fugitive have going for it so that's why it's not good no but, and it's very <laughs> because he's you know getting revenge for the death of his wife and young son it's very somber Indeed, yeah. You know, there's no real fun to be had with his mission. No. Whereas, um, sort of those other Arnie films, like Commando, he's the, he's gonna be he's rescuing his his daughter who's been kidnapped. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. spouting one liners whilst he does it. Yeah. And there's gonna be a point where you're like, yeah, everything is good now. Nothing is ever gonna be good at the end of this. No. <laughs> he's still gonna be a sad, broken man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, like he's portrayed very much as like, I mean. There's a certain point where he's the everyman, but also like he's a firefighter with connections with guys in the military. So there's like a weird mix of everyman. His but friend connections. has 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 connections with an ex-military man who has the most chest hair I've ever seen in a film. <laughs> I made a note. That's some chest hair. We don't know. It you might, could get lost. It in might it. be just that little V. Just the, just that bit. bit. Just the bit that pokes up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, and the rest is just I, like clean. What I really want. 
I'm going to go get my chest waxed for what I really want. Just that bit that sticks up above the collar. Just that That's bit. the look I'm going for. <laughs> um, but my, my original point is that, okay, well that, 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 that plays into what I'm talking about then really well. Because, yeah, he's presented as every man who has to go to extreme lengths to get these connections in the military to get him to Colombia. But uh, there's nothing about Arnold. That's uh, it's every man. I mean, this guy. I even, love when Arnie plays an every man because he's so very much not. <laughs> no, I mean, this guy even points out like, "Oh, you're gonna stick out like a sore thumb." There are no white guys down there. I'm like, but he's a giant Austrian man. <laughs> like, he's just gonna stick out like a sore thumb anywhere he anywhere. goes. <laughs> it's just like, I love so, it. It just doesn't work. But like. it doesn't. It doesn't really work in this one. I think because it's got that. It's going for that serious tone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas, you know, something like Commando is just like, oh, this is... It opens with him petting a deer and carrying a log. So it kind of <laughs> I knows would, uh, that <laughs> that kind of campy-ish tone a little bit. Yeah, yeah, but, but Commando's not a very good example of that because he's not an everyman. I just love any... Commando. <laughs> yeah, it's a great film. But I would like like kindergarten comma stuff. Oh, he's supposed to be a, a cop that goes undercover as an everyday regular teacher. Like, he's a giant man. Yes, but you're forgetting that Kindergarten Cop is amazing. But it's also, it's a ridiculous premise and situation and yeah, such, yeah, so yeah, we yeah, can yeah. kind of... We go with it, yeah, yeah. I feel like, I just feel like this film would have been better suited to, I mean, Harrison Ford would never be in something like this, but like, that sort of an actor that looks yeah. like a regular guy that you could buy as a regular guy. <laughs> yes, I think, yeah, someone um, not quite Arnie. <laughs> Sorry, it's just got my, my mind like where he, like he ends up like running through the jungle after that that bus fight and he's like sliding down the the hill he's like oh yeah and then he ends up in the river but then he climbs out of the river ends up in that small town and like there's this tiny colombians everywhere he's this giant giant austrian man and like he sees the cops he's like oh i better not go towards the cops i'm like they they can see you they would totally see you (laughs) you're just you're right there um so yeah, um, this is also like mentioned the the other podcast we just did. Um, I was following IMDb of Cliff Curtis's career, and I, and I found out oh he's at the time I remember it very specifically. He was credited as a character. He was, he was credited as a character called the Wolf on IMDb Wolf. and nothing else. And I, and there was no real plot synopsis as to what it was. And it was like Arnold Schwarzenegger goes to Colombia, I guess. And I'm thinking oh cool. And I went to go see this. I think with you guys at the movies and. This is my first time watching this. I've oh, never really? seen this before. Oh, yeah. I, I saw it at the movies, and I was I was pretty excited. I, I don't think I don't remember if I saw the trailer or not. Or may, maybe I watched it on DVD. Wherever I did, I don't see even it, think this came out at the movies here. I don't. I think it did. I, but um, I remember when, whenever wherever I watched it, being all like waiting for Cliff to turn up, and I was like, oh shit, he's the main bad guy. Like he's the guy. I thought he was yeah. going to be like some drug dealer or something. Like no, <laughs> whatever. He's so okay. So <laughs> Cliff Curtis plays the bomber. What bombs the. Um, Colombian embassy uh, targeting CIA guys and some other really, secretary. Really badly. Really badly. Completely misses them. But also sees them get out of the car and walk into the building and then... Anyway, and it's not even like he's distracted by Arnie talking to him because he walks away from Arnie as soon as he sees the guys but then completely misses them but manages to blow up the cafe where Arnie's wife and son are. Having about him. Hot dogs. It's not yeah. even a cafe. They're ordering hot dogs. I don't even know what it is. No, something. There was an outside eating area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why the hell it was an outside eating area by the Colombian. Oh, it's oh, the embassy. Colombian embassy is just upstairs in an office block. I mean, they had no, they had Colombian embassy like right on the side of the building. Right, but it would have just been an office block. Like it would. Anyway, doubt... doesn't matter. <laughs> no. He's the bomber. What done it? But then he's also the leader of these rebel guerrillas. 
My thought was, why is the, the leader... The politics doesn't make any sense No, why movie. is the leader of this group going to America no. and, and bombing? Isn't that a grunt work thing to do? And ah, no need to make him the leader of the rebels. I thought there was going to be some sort of twist where Elias Cotillas's CIA agent was actually the was one actually in, yeah, yeah, yeah. behind all of it. There was a twist. Because the CIA... There was, was his wife. But, um, I mean, the politics are all, are all fucked up. I mean, like, rebel... rebel forces fighting against dictatorships are often seen as terrorist groups which is fine because often they use terrorist tactics to but those but like jihadist groups and i mean like they're not sending (laughs) especially not south american rebel fighters aren't sending terrorists to america to blow up buildings it's just this what (laughs) nonsense (laughs) and yeah this is again why it sort of feels very much more like an 80s film because Lots of those films in the 80s and early 90s dealt with shit happening in South America. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas, yeah, now it would probably be Middle Eastern. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, th- this film was originally set in Libya. That was that was the original setting of the film. Um, and Cliff Curtis was supposed to play an Arab. Again? Okay. Well, hey, no, <laughs> Which would have been he's fine. knocking up another nationality on his CV. So apparently they changed it. Um, not because of 9-11, because it was already in production, but they yeah. changed it up just to make it more interesting, as opposed to it being Libya, because the Middle East had become, I guess, boring b- by that point. So done. They were, the, they were the bad guys, so they were like, let's change it up and make it Colombia. And they didn't film in Colombia because it was too dangerous. They filmed in Mexico. But the politics are weird. Like, Well, yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm unsurprised. It's a film that stars, that has an all-American Austrian... And a Maori Colombian and he's, an Italian Colombian. He's brown and she speaks with an accent, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's how this works. <laughs> no, nothing problematic here. Yeah, no, no. But, but I mean, even, even within the realms of the film, they set up the Colombian government within the realms of the movie as being very dangerous. The this military advisor to Arnold's like, you know, you you don't have a pass. Yeah, and they talk about the, like corrupt. The police are gonna capture you and they're gonna cut out your stuff. tongue and all this stuff. Yeah. And there's like oh and also the rebels are also bad. But the rebels are fighting for the people, but they're terrorists and they kill everyone. It's like who are we supposed to root for? And I think the answer is just Arnie and Arnie. no one else. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like nonsense. Even even the CIA, even it even has that, that veneer of like, oh, even the American government doesn't care about your family, you know, like so so literally the only person in the entire movie that we we are supposed to like is Arnie and no one else, and it kind of just makes it a boring. It's not nuanced in any way. Like everyone's a bad guy, <laughs> you know, like, a little bit. Yeah, everyone, everyone, including uh, the wolf's wife, who in uh, spoilers is the main bad guy. Plot twist: Well, not the main bad guy, but in on in with him. They set her up as being, oh, become disillusioned with I the struggle, she... and he's become too violent, and I don't want to do it anymore, Arnie. Please save me and my adopted son. I think that was a lie. I reckon she was the main, the main, the main dealer behind everything, and I'll tell you why. Okay, well, hang on. Let <laughs> okay. me finish. Okay. So then they get taken to, <laughs> they get rescued by the CIA, who just rescues them by blowing the shit out of everything. <laughs> I have this note here. I have like... <laughs> The CIA's rescue mission appears to just be to blow up everyone, yep. including Arnie. Yeah, at one point. Because he fights one of the CIA, one of the guys the CIA that, has brought. That, that sequence was, was very confusing. Very confusing, because he had previously seen that guy being a, a fucking bad guy. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, so they get rescued. And <laughs> but he's also the guy in the when the when when Alaya Cotillas goes goes down to Colombia. He's the guy in the courtyard of the American thing that gives him the the weird evil oh, eye. So weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So weird. It makes me think that guy is there's some other plot line that was cut with Don't that care. guy. Yeah. <laughs> Don't care. Don't care. Anyway, um, sorry. So, sorry. So Arnie says that uh, Wolf's wife uh, knows where he's going to be bombing in Washington D.C. Right. So she has to come with and be safe. And so then they get taken deep into the heart of the wherever the State Department building or whatever. They just both, all of them are allowed right into the Central Command. Well, it's grieving firefighter <laughs> who's gone down to wage a one man war on <laughs> Colombian rebels, a wife of a known terrorist bomber. And some kid. <laughs> to give Andrew Davis so, benefit of the doubt, I, I agree with that point. I'll let you continue, but I think there was a scene that they didn't film because it would be boring where they did a proper security check and they were like, it's okay. Thumbs up. Come on in. Come look at photos. Yeah. Anyway, so they go in and then it turns out, plot twist, that she's also a baddie hmm. and had brought in a bomb to the central command center and she tries to go to the bathroom. Yeah. With her son, but then Arnie convinces her that he's going to be all right with him. Yeah. yeah. But so she decides that she's going to let the bomb off anyway. Yeah. She's really so evil. So super baddie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where is he going with this? He's just going to the end point of, that was stupid. <laughs> so, I started thinking, I was like, this is a very needlessly complicated plot for the bad guys to have. In the last, like, 20 minutes of the but film. But it seems pretty standard. It's the standard practice now. Like, we have the bad guy come into the main guy's headquarters to blow yeah, but it they're up, usually but... captured, and they're usually captured halfway through the film. <laughs> it's not <clears throat> when things are sort of wrapping up. Yeah, I mean, I mean, granted, uh, uh, I think at the time when I saw it the first time, I thought it was, it was kind of interesting. But it, it's, it is dumb. I mean, but, but it kind of highlights the fact that she is really evil. And that's not her son. That's like the guy they adopted, adopted son. Adopted son. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But Who I don't think she really cares about either. Especially when she's that thing with his face and she's like mean to him and does the clap. That's all, me doing the clap hands that was in the she movie. She was previously quite, you know, protective. And it was all lies. I reckon it was all lies. She's a super, super baddie. I don't think she was a bad guy from the start. And, and there's, there's lots of reasons Maybe why. She's the one that turned Cliff Curtis into the... Maybe into, into being a super baddie. We weren't given that that point. But, no. but, there, are, but there are various things throughout the movie. I'll, I'll give you my number one reason, but... But the other reasons are she does the the weird clap, which Arnold realizes from the oh, original from the terrorist video. video. There's a woman. There's a the uh, the wolf is doing this weird clap, and actually, oh, see now that video, she does the that weird video clap. is why I thought Elias Cotillas might be the CIA might be behind stuff because the video of the quote unquote wolf was clad head to toe. You couldn't actually see who they were, which I thought was dumb because everyone who knew who, who the, the wolf, wolf was <laughs> because he was captured on video. Very like face right up in the camera, <laughs> as if to say, "Hey guys, Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here." I think that might just be for the dumb audience members. I'm not so sure. Yeah. About that. And then the video is them clad <coughs> head to toe, big old gloves on, talking through a voice yeah. distorter. It's like, "What's her?" It's not going to be the wolf. It's going to be the CIA messing with stuff. No, it's no. Wolf's wife. It's the Wolf's wife. Why? Why her? Why not just get the wolf to do the video? Because women are evil. That's the message I got from the film. <sighs> <God. laughs> so 
Um, but I, but I, I figured it was her the whole time. There's, there's various reasons. One, she's that, the grand one that, one that clap. Yes. Like, I mean, that's that was that was very <laughs> like stupidly signed both of the movie, uh, which was great. And Arnold, Arnold's like staring at the screen, walking over slowly and ignoring everyone. It's like slow zooming. Oh, she claps. And then flashback to the claps. Um, yeah. Uh, but two, when when he is finally captured by the wolf after he saves the wife and kid from the bomb, uh, and he's in that that wherever it is the facility locked up in prison, uh, and he can see them arguing about him, they are arguing in English for his benefit. They are saying things like, "Why do we need to keep him? You keep him. We shouldn't keep him. We don't. Why? Why should we keep him?" And she's yeah, like, "Yeah, but keep him. also, um, they just have the." Colombians speak in English all the time. No, like yeah, Cliff. Cliff has a whole thing with his rebel fighters. Oh no, no. speaks in English. I was going to get to that later. There's but, no other but, English speakers around. But that, but that, but that one might be in Colombian. Who knows? It's stupid filmmaking. But but that was like that was like not only could he hear them speaking English to each other, they're like right outside. Like, like I honestly don't think there was that much thought. I think there was. I think there was. I I definitely think there was. And my number one reason for thinking that Cliff isn't the main mastermind is because, as much as I love Cliff's performance, every single scene that he is in, bar I think the motorcycle fight at the end, uh, he looks less like evil terrorist mastermind and more like harangued, put upon father in a sitcom. Didn't see that. You see it? Like when he's like sitting around talking to his talking to his 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 five freedom fighter buddies, like, you know, the Americans, they believe in in Hollywood happy endings. We need to capture the firefighter. He never looks that moment where they that was his first intro where he's giving his first bit of actual dialogue in the film. It's not sweeping or epic or like revealing. It's just like a real basic shot. And he doesn't look mean. Or bad anyway. He doesn't look sympathetic either. He just looks like he's harassed. Even when like he goes to punch Arnie in the face at the end and about to he's about to shoot him dead and his wife stops him, he looks like a petulant guy. He's all, he's all like ah, ah god damn it. Okay, uh, I did not see that, but <laughs> nothing about him in the entire movie felt like evil mastermind. Whereas like when she did her turn, Francesca Neri's acting, it's like whoa, she is acting like an evil person. Evil, evil. And like full-on super evil mastermind. And I feel like Cliff never did that at any point of the movie. Did he seem like evil mastermind guy? Yeah, but he was also a boss in charge of all the other rebel fighters. Yeah. He was the one bossing them around. But every time he's like, you couldn't do this! And he's all like, he's never like, he's never, um, he's never like, Arnold, he's never like Darth Vader um, nonchalant about his badassness. He always seems like he's put upon. He was like, fuck, yeah, I can't I, seem to get anything done. In this damn place. That, I think that's just because it's poorly <laughs> written. <laughs> I think there was a choice. I reckon Cliff mm. made a choice to make it kind of interesting and weird. I never, I never once found him threatening. You know, never. No, not even when he got that guy and shoved a snake down his throat. No, because it was. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's scary, but the way he was acting about it was kind of funny. Like I, I just found him. I found him amusing. He's all like, he's all like, okay. Turn the guy around. We'll do this. Which I thought was really fucking dumb. One, I ha- it's just this snake's gonna die. Yeah, <laughs> it's not just a waste of of one of a good guys. A good snake. It's a waste of a snake. A good snake. A good a po- good poison. And he only snake. had the one snake in the box. He could have just got the snake to bite him. Well, yeah, it was a poisonous one. Possibly, well, clearly a poison. Or just one. shot him. You know? Sends a message. What was the point of... To who? 
There were only two other guys in the room. There were two guys holding him. Yeah. They're going to spread the message that yeah, yeah, yeah. don't fuck up or you'll get a snake down the throat. <laughs> but it looks like they already knew. It looks like, oh shit, this guy's going to get a snake. Oh, another with the snake thing. Yeah, there's a snake thing. <laughs> well, see, so those, the, t- the two baddies really had a thing with necks. So he shoves a snake down that guy's throat. And um, uh, Mrs., Mrs. the Wolf totally like neck snaps jane lynch oh yeah jane lynch is in jane this lynch shows up. i wrote that down in my notes jane lynch yep. exclamation mark i had uh is that jane lynch <laughs> yeah it is <laughs> oh she got her neck snapped and then she totally throat chops a guy in the elevator mm. so they have a they have a throat thing going on mm. yeah uh yep snake <laughs> snap and chop is what i have written down for them uh, anything else about Cliff Curtis that you found interesting? He looked really good in a cop uniform. He did. He had wonderful hair again. <laughs> yeah, beautiful wavy hair to start with. And then at the end, close cropped hair, business mm. businessman hair, all business. All bu- he looked uh, he looked presentable. In yeah. His business suit. So he was he's doing a, he's doing a whole range of things. He's doing scruffy, um, Colombian in the jungle. Yep. To well cut businessman in New York to DC. Uh, cop. Oh, sorry, DC. A cop at the start, in shades. Mini costumes. Nod. Yeah, mini costumes. Mini costumes. He spent a long time doing nothing at the beginning with when he was a cop, like waiting. Yeah, he just kind of wandered around. He wandered around like, and gave a gave a car a ticket. <laughs> I thought that was interesting. Here's the tickets. Make it look like I'm doing my job. Okay, also... I'm going to smile at Annie and then blow up his family. Yeah. Yeah. The His Freedom Fighter gang is weird from, on many levels. I guess I guess, I guess, guess the drug dealing is a way of making money, but... Oh, yeah. Also, um, uh, John Leguizamo shows up. As a drug dealer. Yeah. As a drug dealer and then dies. dies. And that's it. I thought there was going to be way more with him because he's John Leguizamo. Yeah. And they make this whole thing of like... He's introduced and he's all like snappy, snappy and charming and kind of almost yeah. going to be like a comedy sidekick, maybe. Yeah. But then, no, he's a drug lord and then he gets shot. It's a cameo. Very, I guess. <laughs> like, sort of offhandedly. Yeah, I mean, it does say. Not even by Cliff Curtis. The, Chris, the credits say, and, and John Glugazamo, which means he's going to have like a weird cameo, which he did. And I'm guessing at 2002, he was somewhat of a famous star. I'm not sure. Well, yeah, this is all like post um, Moulin Rouge and. Right. Baz Luhrmann's, William Shakespeare's, Romeo, Romeo and Juliet. Juliet. Yeah, but so, were those star making jokes? I need, I need yeah. to look up his career. I know he's like he was known. Yeah, but was he was he enough to get the end John Leguizamo credit? Seems weird to me. Um, it's certainly big enough for a bigger role than that if uh, he wanted it. Yeah, I, I think it was like a. I think it was. Like, I mean, John Turturro turns up. Oh yeah, John Turturro is also turns yeah. up. <laughs> what the hell? As a as, as a, a Canadian, Canadian? <laughs> I, I was a, like I don't I like I'd seen this one before. I was like, oh, I don't remember being Canadian. Why is he Canadian? Do the rebels and and the Colombian corrupt police differentiate between? They seem to have no problem within the within the world that this film has built. Uh, the police and the rebels seem to be the same. They just seem to kill people indiscriminately. Yeah. So he makes a big point of like, oh, they don't pay attention to me that I'm ca- Canadian. I'm like, really? Did, well, this film makes it seem he like they wouldn't care. must walk around with like a t-shirt <laughs> with a maple leaf on yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> but even so, I'm Canadian. A. Eh? Um. It's confusing. Um, uh, but but John Leguizamo's... Um, there are two things I wanted to note about John Leguizamo's character. Uh, when he dies, Arnold Schwarzenegger is on the bottom of the truck and watches him die, right? Yeah. He like uh, lowers himself down, looks, looks across at him. I was thinking, oh, there's going to be something happen here because he's looking at him significantly. Yeah. No, it was just, yeah, he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> but he, but he, also looks, he also looks sad about it. 
the number of people that Arnold kills in order to <laughs> avenge his wife and child is quite a few. Is it though? Does he kill that many people? Yeah, he Does like he, sets I, up I, bombs in the. In oh, the... <laughs> yeah, that's right. He totally blows up their entire complex. Yeah, he does. In a very MacGyver-like fashion. Not only that, he like breaks that guy's neck in the hospital and in, in the prison to get his keys. Oh yeah, <laughs> he totally like breaks that guy's neck yeah. to get his keys, and then threatens to let John Lukusama burn. I mean, not John, like John Turturro burn in the prison. Then oh, he was never going to do that. Uh, that was, but, but really, like he's got he's got no problem snapping a dude's neck. But I oh, had never let a guy burn to death. He's <laughs> a firefighter, man. <laughs> Snap necks is fine. Burn to death, not fine. Um, but John Lukasama, he turns his head and dies. Like, he turns and looks at him, and then he yeah. closes his eyes. And then the truck drives off, and we cut back to John Lukasama, eyes open. So that annoyed me on a continuity level. <laughs> maybe he was just blinking. Like he was yeah. gonna get up. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, yeah, but well, yeah, and John Turturro, yeah, he gets the pass off John Turturro, and then John Turturro disappears. So, it's like, and then John well, he gave him money. So, yeah, 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 but it was like these comedy sidekicks that you'd sort of possibly normally see in these sorts of films keep popping up, but then just disappear. Yeah, it's interesting because I felt like he could have used they could have used John Turturro in another way to get the pass off him. They had this big thing where he's in the prison, and then the guards get to him. It's just like. Uh, and then the the wolf's guys get to him. There's all these things where I'm like, well, he could, Arnie could have gotten under the truck at that point. Like, there's all these things where it's like, so you're just building um story to add length, plot to add length oh, to your story. Like, the prison thing, right. That reminds me of another thing I was annoyed by with the snake <laughs> down the throat. <laughs> so he's all pissed off with this guy for letting Arnie through with John Turturro's pass, not recognising him because he had a hat on. Yes. <sighs> Whatever. Um... So kills the guy's like, well, it's a waste of a guy. Also, didn't you just leave him to burn in the prison? Yeah. And then he got out. So that's your fault, man. Where's your snake down the throat? Yeah. No, the um, the line was, oh, what about the American? I let him burn in hell. <laughs> it was the line, I let him burn in hell. After he prison. had this whole plan to capture the Catch firefighter for, a, for, for ransom, ransom from the Americans. Yeah, yeah. That's, that was let the him other... burn. Oh, he got out. Dang. That was, oh, the other... that, was, that was my fault. Maybe I should snake throat myself. But no, I'll just blame this other guy. Yeah. Oh, he has, yeah, okay, yeah, he has a sitcom dad. He's a <laughs> terrible middle manager. Yeah, he is. But the thing about it is, we could have had the John Turturro prison thing without the Wolf's Rebels coming along. You know, like, or or not even have that. Just have him meet up with John Turturro and have some funny things and Josh Turturro's supposed to be a skeevy pervert or something and he can blackmail him. Something. Just, but to have them turn up with, like you just said, have the Wolf turn up and he could have easily captured Arnie at that point. It was all like, no. Especially after we've just seen him outline this plan to capture Arnie. Yeah. And it's like, let's let him burn. I'm like, what? Does, it's nonsense. Like, this film is just full of nonsense like that. Full of nonsense. Just full of nonsense. <laughs> uh, also, with flashback... That's right. Um, what? When Arnold is... In the prison breakout, when, it, when the prison breakout is happening, and Arnold has a flashback to... Um, his hometown. Where is he from? Is he from DC? I always forget where he's from. What? Does he? Yeah, yeah, he does. The bombing's in LA. LA, right, 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 right. That's right. It's LA. I forgot about that. Los Angeles. Um, yeah. There's a during during the um prison break. Arnold Schwarzenegger has a flashback to the bombing because he's already said like to the FBI guys, "Oh, I've seen the the wolf and whatever." 
It's just that that's the first time when he's in Colombia where he actually sees Cliff Curtis's character. So for whatever reason, the filmmakers decided oh, to put in a flashback to do a flashback to, to, to him. seeing him as a cop in Los Angeles. Oh, I think I vaguely remember that. But but know. this is another thing that annoyed me. It's a weird flashback because it's just flashbacks of the movie we've been watching. Yeah. And Arnie is is in the shots. They're not they're not his point of view shots. Well, looking. that's what they do in movies all the time. It really annoys the shit out of me. <laughs> it annoys me so much too. I'm like, stop doing that. Especially because we didn't need it. Like we know who the wolf is. Yeah. We've, we've been told a we've lot. been shown that close up on the security cam, like you say, where he's pretty much just winking at the camera. <laughs> so I'm the wolf. So we don't need that flashback. I don't know. Did, were they worried that people have fallen asleep during the movie? <laughs> Like, Potentially, like this I is mean, the same guy that blew up the thing. Remember, or wandered off and he's a flashback. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So excellent. They did have um, a very good explodey bit at the end when um, Arnie uses his firefighter skill and a firefighting axe to rupture the natural gas mains to then, right. to blow up the two super baddies on their motorbike when they fired their gun at him. Right. Again, a very complicated plan. And then it all exploded, and the mi- motorbike exploded, and Arnie was thrown through the door by the force of the explosion, mm-hmm. slid along the floor, then grabbed onto the stairwell and, and swung around, around and shielded himself there. It was A, ridiculous, but B, also fantastic. But yeah. again, C, not <laughs> really suited for this film. No. This is the sort of thing where that's what Arnie is for, right? Yes. This is what that's, Arnie is for. I want to see that in, again, Commando. <laughs> yeah, like, that's yeah, the sort yeah. of thing I want. This is what Arnie is for. Exactly what he's for. Smashing, grabbing, and, like that scene where he grabs the axe, he's even looking at it. Like he's looking he's looking down the corridor. He's, he's looking, like, grabs yeah, the axe. This it's axe time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like smashing. I'm like, oh, it's, it's gas mains. Okay. I'm like, that's surely that would um, disrupt the f- structure of the actual building itself. But anyway. Whatever. <laughs> but then also the, the two baddies are still alive and completely unscathed by that massive explosion. Amazing. That blew up their motorbike. And then he totally slaps the lady around and throws shoves her, her into the control he, panel he and she gets electrocuted. Over his head. Yeah. <laughs> Arnold picks up a woman and throws her into yep. a control panel. This is what I came here for. <laughs> really. <laughs> Well, and then Cliff Curtis sees his wife die. Oh, he knows Arnie's pain. And so I've got it written here. Arnie broke Cliff's heart. And then he shoved an axe in it. He called me cheesy. Um, he did break his heart. Um, the X, uh, Axe to the heart. The X fight is, is amazing. I'm, it's what I take away from this film. I love it. Yep. X. Needed more X fight. It I wanted have more. Longer X fight. Yeah, yeah. More of Arnie using his firefighting know-how and, and skills to kill people yeah i guess that that, that in x fight has that's his special set of skills <laughs> uh killing people with implements sharp implements just with anything axes and fire and, and pipes a hose maybe <laughs> yeah. um what other firefighting things a dalmatian helmet yeah <laughs> firefighting helmets uh, lots of pressurized gas um in timo morrison's book he mentions how cliff said oh come to come to the film that i'm filming Wherever they, were filming, wherever they were filming it. And he didn't know, apparently. And he turned up and said, oh, shit, you're finding Arnold. You're the main bad guy. You're fighting Arnold. And it was the, it was the knife. It was, it was Cliff getting killed with the axe. Like, that was... Tim, it's a great Tim, Tim came to see the set, and he was like, that's what oh. I saw. I was like, cool. I was like, that would that'd be cool. Like, if your buddy was like, come see this thing I'm doing. 
and you went. I'm alive. getting killed by Arnie. Yeah, and he killed you. I was like, that'd be the be- that would be the best story you ever had in yep. your life. <laughs> that was the best thing. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger's line at the end, well, before before um, when he's still in prison, is like, "What's the difference between you and me? We're both we're both killers." You know, the the, the wolf mm-hmm. is trying to make him sound like he's. And Arnie's line is, "The difference is, I'm just going to kill you." But then he doesn't. <laughs> He kills a whole bunch of people. He does. But he's already, by that point, already killed a whole bunch of people. That's what yeah. That was my thing with it. I'm like, what is that? That you doesn't make any sense. You just blew up a whole sense. compound. Yeah. I mean, they were all, quote unquote, baddies. <laughs> Some of them were clearly just drugged out guys doing dancing, hip-hop dancing. Um, oh, dancing. yeah. That was the, no, I'm, yes, that was the first one he blew up. <laughs> then there was the second I don't think guy did anything bad. He was just the with drugged the out guy. Yeah. So, you know, there was probably, uh, you know, some cleaners <laughs> yeah. in there as well. Just killed a bunch of guys, so yeah. I've written down. So I kind of maybe thought I took that as Arnie saying, "Ah, I'm no longer doing the indiscriminate bombing. Now I'm just coming for you." And then he kills a whole bunch of people. people. Yeah, but that's not necessarily his fault. The CIA helped with that. Oh, that 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 yeah yeah. (laughs) That's good. Um, Uh, Anything else to add for this? uh, Exclamation mark. Um, no, I think I think that's it. Sneaky. The snake feeding scene is ridiculous, but also funny. Oh, uh, uh, one of um, one of Arnie's firefighting buddies, uh, when he's in the hospital recovering from his, yes. his injury, uh, the um, there's a whole bunch of people that are sort of oh that guy oh yeah, yeah. that guy yeah Harry Lennox turns up Harry Lennox is in it, but but one of them specifically is a guy called an actor called Raymond Cruz who would end up being one of Cliff Curtis's gang member buddies in Training Day. Ah, <laughs> also uh, I believe Arnie's son in this. <gasps> was uh the baby in junior <laughs> really yeah whoa so there you go what's he doing now trivia fans nothing nothing That's... nothing at all okay yeah. um i think i'm done there is a there's one last point which i would like to end on before we go into cliff's um performance uh vietnam war veteran and famous anti-war activist stan goff was employed as a technical advisor for a moment on this film but left disgusted uh because he described it as uh, the worst experience of my life Ooh, and wow. contributing to the fascist myth of American imperialism. So, What was the... The film. The whole film. The whole film. <laughs> so he was brought on for one moment and he left. Hey, he, I think he was born, uh, brought on to be the technical advisor, but I think he left disgusted. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who he was, but the, uh, but Wikipedia described him as a famous uh, anti-war guy. 100% blame him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, guys, like, fair enough. Oh, and the music was by Graham Revelle, who was also another New Zealander. Hey, there <laughs> you go. Kiwi's all over this <laughs> business. <laughs> uh, so how many cliffs out of five cliffs would we give collateral damage I, think he, I don't think he's been given enough. This is a sort of a very constricted role, so I feel like it's not necessarily his fault, but I'm going to give it only three. I'm going to say, yeah, it doesn't really get to do a lot with the role. No. He does as much as he can. Yeah. He has fabulous hair. He does. So I'm going to only give it two cliffs. <laughs> it's a bit unfair because he's, he's, he's doing a good job. Yeah. So maybe it should be more, but I'm going to stick by three. Two. <laughs> said two cliffs <laughs> i'm stuck into that, it and that's it and this arbitrary rating system okay <laughs> i'm not sure if we're, are we rating the film or are we rating cliff curtis well the film is not good oh um um bill Hader was uh was arnold schwarzenegger's pa on this movie oh good that was one of the his See, original this, this terrible film is giving us so many bits of trivia <laughs> oh good well let's okay. wrap the hell okay. up out of this okay. and talk about something better okay two cliffs time. and three cliffs so that's an average of two and a half cliffs out of five cliffs sure okay <laughs> the official interzeta film 
cliff rating for collateral damage. Oh man, this is so embarrassing. I really hope he doesn't find out about this. <laughs> I really don't. Very good. Uh, you can you can tweet at us if you want, Cliff Curtis, <laughs> at N T O no N T Z O F. I could do it without without stuttering. N T Z O F. Um, well, shush. Um, but I'm also on at Andy James underscore Inc with a K. And you can find me on the Twitter at Rajivfilm R A J E E V F I L M. Fantastic. All right, we'll uh, see you guys next time with maybe a bit of film, maybe not. <laughs> It's, it's luck of the draw. Woohoo! <laughs>